The views expressed in this presentation are those of the host and guests and do not represent the views of any lodge, grand lodge, appended body, or any other person or persons whomsoever. I'll sit in the corner and look cool and be like, what up? <laughs> That's me. I don't want to talk about you either, Marty, but here we are. Just because my style isn't definitely. I truly oh, regret this already. I regret this. A 10 of year faithful dress. Well, oh, man, it is great. I can, I can feel this. That's assuming anybody who watches the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the five minutes that I watched, I really did enjoy it. Welcome to the Angry Fresh from Masonic Video Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Wesley Reuter, past master, finally, of Raven Lodge number 303. Glad to be out of the East. Speaking of that, we've got... Uh, well, Anfelt, newly installed Worshipful Master of Elmhurst Lodge number 941. Yeah, he's not going to let that go anytime soon. Nope, never. And every one of you bastards are there. <laughs> Far left. Uh, Marty, past Master Villa Park Lodge, current secretary, past Monarch Shio Grotto, uh, too many things. Yoshi? Same. Yoshi, Villa Park Lodge, past Master of Villa Park Lodge, number 1113, past Excellent High Priest of Keystone Check. Ah, current Excellent High Priest of Keystone yep. <laughs> Drug. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, uh, past this, past that, but we're just going to pass, pass it over to... Over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our guest, we have... Joe Farrell, uh, past master of Azure Lodge 1153 and uh, LaGrange Lodge 770. Awesome. Member of a couple other lodges and honorary of a handful more. Wait, were you master of those individually before they merged? I was. Oh, wow. Okay. That's actually a weird flex. Like, at yeah, first, that, like, that I thought you were, like, claiming them separate. Yeah, like, this like, is they merged? Like, I was, but that's, you were, that's interesting. Separate. And actually, I did, um, I stepped out of line at Azure to get in line at LaGrange, um, when uh, Barry Weir was coming in as Grand Master because uh, LaGrange had a few problems back then. Oh. And um, Wait, let me guess. Someone tried to come and uh, take the charter? I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was oh. there for that. <laughs> and that's uh, so why I, I went in line there as, as Master, and then uh, Azure was generous enough to let me come back into line the following year and be Master of Azure, which was, of course, where I was raised. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You, you forgot your most important title. Yeah, I feel like title. Might, yeah, might be another title. Well, I don't know if somewhere. it's the most important. I think Master of the Lodge is probably the most important. Well, you know, it's important while you're on this damn <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a PC answer. Call me your Grand Lodge officer. <laughs> stop, stop giving credit to the little yeah. people. I'm currently senior Grand Warden for the Grand Lodge of Illinois. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's been. Uh, in a long time, wanted to have you on, or a Grand Lodge, Grand Lodge officer, or any Grand Lodge, commandery and all that. We've been dying to have you guys on, so thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome. It's greatly fun to be here. Shout out to Pat and, Robin, the Grand I, Officer. I, I just got done watching the previous interview, so I'm, I'm probably slightly less worried about what I'm going to be asked. Uh, well, that's, uh, John that's, did a very nice yeah, job we, with we this stuff. I hope I can live up to it. Yeah, I'm no, glad we, you saw that episode already that was not recorded the same day. No, no, you know, the same night. Yeah, and Joe and, is, and John is already gone. Yeah, Joe is a repeat visitor of the podcast, <laughs> often out in the crowd cheering us on. No, 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 no. Take <laughs> <laughs> away the magic of podcasts here? I know. Yeah, dude, you know... It, 
That's if they can't, if they can't tell, they can't. You know. Dude, but actually, with our releasing schedule, your senior grand warden right now, it might have been blurred over grand master by the time we put an episode out with our editing process. Hey, I've been doing pretty. Wes good. has been doing a pretty pretty. Yes, okay you have job. been doing better. Wes. I will give you that. Yeah. I mean, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Um, well, I'm six one, two hundred and thirty. Oh, you mean masonically? I want you to lie now. <laughs> uh, well, it, as I said earlier, I'm currently the senior grand warden for the state of Illinois, and it's uh, an honor and a privilege to do it. Um, I am mostly retired. I, I, I had a family business that we sold some years ago, and now I just kind of trade for myself and, and try and muddle through the day. Uh, there's really not much to tell. It's kind of a boring, dull existence um, outside of masonry. You know, I've got a fantastic girlfriend, and that's that's where that's I, bull that's, that's Follow it. him on Facebook. <laughs> it's something about fine meals and cigars and Blackhawk games. Yeah, yeah. Well, too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't love the answers. Yeah. It's very dull. It's very dull. <laughs> eating, or, eating a steak off the lake shore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do enjoy a good cigar. I can't, or and a good steak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I know. We've smoked many cigars together. And everything. So, um, so why did you become a Freemason? Um, I was sitting at one of my buddies' houses one afternoon. I think it was probably a Saturday, and his grandfather came out. He was a World War II vet, and he was real active with the uh, uh, American Legion. And he said, "Hey, you guys want to go have a beer?" Well, sure. We're never going to pass up a free beer. Sure. <laughs> so we went over, and we were sitting there, and a couple of his buddies, who were also veterans, plopped down at the bar, and they were. Freemasons, and we started talking, and you know him, Vic mm-hmm. from Lodge, and uh, an Al who's since passed away, but uh, we started talking, and it kind of hit a spot. I, I, I liked what I heard, and about two hours later, I had a petition in my hand. <laughs> and, and oh, it was Gitchin. So, yeah. so you learned about Freemasonry just like I did at a bar, right? <laughs> it's, it's the best place to learn. True. I mean, you know, there, there's a reason for everything, you know. <laughs> it's the season, right? All right, if you haven't noticed, it is Christmas time around here. Forgot to Really? That. Yeah, two weeks ago, I forgot to mention that. You I, know I, didn't, that. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I think the audience put two and two together. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Really? really? I, don't, I don't know. It could have been uh, something else. I thought Anyways. the 4th of July was coming up right now. So, being a Freemason and a, and a past master of uh, two wonderful lodges, why did you decide to get in the Grand Line? Well, it was kind of... Unintentional, intentional. Um, I was district deputy, which was a job that I didn't necessarily want at the time. <laughs> um, at the time, Herb Lindbergh was getting ready to retire as district deputy for the 10th Northeast, and he approached me and said, hey, I want you to kind of take over and do this. I said, no. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, he asked me two or three more times, and I finally said, okay, fine. And I did it, and I loved it, and I was... You know, it was one of the best times I've had as a Mason. And then a few years passed, and Herb Lindbergh again, I owe him a lot of something. He, uh, he goes, you know, why don't you just put your name in for Junior Grand Deacon? It's that time of year. I go, no, I really don't want that. He goes, no, don't worry about it. You won't get it. But, but they'll know you want it. And, you know, a few more years, they'll know your name. And, uh... Lo and behold, I well, I got it. You got it. They <laughs> That's gave you funny. The job. And the been, first time up. First time up. That's awesome. Um, wow. Yeah. I don't think there were a heck of a lot of candidates my year. Yeah. So, so explain that. You, you have to apply for that. You do. Um, every year, right before the second year of a grandmaster's term, we send out a call for 
um, resumes. So you just give a personal resume, a Masonic resume, you send them all in. And we do an interview process a, a couple, about a month or so before Grand Lodge. And we interview everybody. The last um, two or three um, interview cycles, we had an embarrassment of riches. We really did not have any bad candidates. I mean, we had it was it was really tough. We had a, we had a hell of a time narrowing it yeah. down to the guys we picked. Um, nobody nobody was bad. They were all fantastic, and that doesn't always happen. We we have a great group of Masons out there who want to be involved in the Grand Line and want to improve Masonry in the state of Illinois. That's awesome. So it's, it's a darn good problem to have. Yeah, for real. So aside from Herb kind of twisting your arm a little bit, and you know, what was it about kind of jumping into the Grand Line that appealed to you? You know, I, I guess I guess it was just an opportunity to learn, really. I, I know that's probably kind of a little corny, but um, there, there's a lot more to being a Grand Lodge officer than just going to meetings uh, once a month in Springfield or going to lodges and doing the ceremonial things. What a lot of people don't realize is, you know, we are a very large corporation, and there's five of them, or six of them actually now. We have the Grand Lodge and our charities, and these are $100 million entities. Um, the charities are, are, are very, very, very big part of our time. Um, takes a lot of board time because oh, yeah. we do have to, we have a lot of rules that we have to govern through and IRS standards, and it's a lot of boring, dull stuff, but it's, it's, Part of being the job. Right. So, my intent was to learn, and I'm getting a bigger education than I ever thought I could. Yeah. So, like going into the position, were you expecting it more to be like more kind of masonry as you know it, or did you kind of go into it knowing that you're really sort of almost getting into like the business side of masonry? No, I, I truly expected to be more ceremonial, just showing up at lodges, doing rededications, uh, and just the receptions of the Grand Master, the, the, the kind of the fun stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily having to worry about balance sheets. Exactly. Right. So how has being in the Grand Line changed your view of Freemasonry? Or has it? Yeah, you know, it has. Um, you see a lot of bad things. You, you, unfortunately, you see the, the problems we have. Yeah. But that is really a very small part. You, but you see so much great stuff. You see wonderful brothers who help each other, who go out of their way, that bend over backwards. You, you see... The, the friendships that grow. I mean, the guys that I'm in line with in the Grand Lodge line, I mean, I, I'm so close to all these guys now. I mean, these are guys I didn't know six right. years ago. Not a clue who most of these mm -hmm. guys were. Except yeah, I find that interesting because everything you said about them off camera was... <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just Dave Lynch I was talking about. <laughs> but, but no, I, we, we're, we're, like a, we're like a small little family within a big family. It, it's, it's amazing how close you come, the amount of... The amount of travel you do, just the amount of time you spend with these guys. Mm -hmm. You can't help but to become close. Right. And yeah. it, that is just a fantastic part of, of, of being a Grand Lodge officer and traveling the state. Yeah. You know, Illinois is enormous. You really don't necessarily oh, yeah. realize it. Oh, yeah. And varied. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's seven, eight hours from tip to tip, yeah. three, four hours across. I mean, it's so you, you do travel yeah. a lot. I mean, I. I I think I put over 30,000 miles a year on my car visiting lodges and other parts of the state. And I've made so many good friends, um, you know, and some that drag you into podcasts, kicking and screaming. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, I'm, 
I'm it's glad great. you. I'm glad you brought. You know, you 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 brought up. You know, uh, the the good parts of masonry and everything. I'm it's glad like, you pointed at me when you said good parts of Freemasonry. Well, no, but you know, when you said, <laughs> he you was know, pointing at if me it changed your your outlook and everything, and you were saying, you know, that you know, you see some of the bad, and but there's still a lot of good. Is you know, a lot of times you see so many people focusing on the bad stuff, and it's and and the good stuff, like like here's here's like just just a little bit of. Of, of the bad, and then you got all of this of the good, and you know, and it's just in, in, in society, it's just terrible. It's like everybody wants to focus on this little corner instead of the big, you know, table in front of you of the good stuff, you know. And, and that I'm glad that you, you put it the way you put it, you know. You know, any organization, I think you're going to run into to having some of the bad, but again, Masonry as a whole is really an organization that truly does care about, I think, its members. We don't always do a good job of showing that, not as a Grand Lodge or even as individual lodges, but as men. You know, we go on Facebook, and yes, I'm going to own up. I've been guilty of stupid stuff on Facebook. Um, I think I've learned my lesson on that. I understand that my opinions and other people's opinions aren't going to jive. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Keep it to yourself. But I see so much of just antagonistic attack behavior on Facebook and other social media platforms. And, you know, if anything is going to really be the downfall of not just masonry, but I think fraternal organizations as a whole, it's going to be social media. We've got to learn to subdue that. And, again, I'm not casting stones because I'm guilty of it. We've all been guilty of it. I think we're all guilty of it. And it is true. We've we've talked about it before on camera and off camera. You know, a lot of brothers forgot their obligations, and a lot of brothers need to remember their obligations, remember the oaths that... We all swore on that altar, but and everybody absolutely. sees it in, in a different light. Well, it's, it's true. No, it's true. It is true. You know, because there's some things in Freemasonry that are up to interpretation mm-hmm. of how you conduct yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we've gotten crap for this show. It's true. And, oh, they're not real Masons because yeah, that's what they think. But no, it's funny is that you know, like there, there, there's Group A who love us. And there's group B that are just like, no, that's not, that's not it, that's not the way, you know. You know the, let, let's be honest. As far as uh, Masonic turmoil on Facebook, if someone took away Carl Hearn's page, ninety percent of the argument would be gone. Oh, 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 dude! I bought a lot of shirts. I could say it. <laughs> but I mean, it's the the struggle with social media in our fraternity is unfortunately one that is, I think, a lot more difficult to tackle than anybody realizes. You That's know, why I'm saying we should bring back fax machines. Like, hey, don't put out, like, you know, like, don't put out an event. <laughs> We've had that conversation. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. It's it was, amazing. Hey, I still have a fax machine in my home. I have three landlines, a cell phone, and a fax machine. So oh, wow. I, you know, I'm, I'm as old school but as if, I get. But if we bring the fax machine back, my educations are going to change from going to lodges and teaching half the lodge what the internet is to now I'll have to teach the other half the lodge what a fax machine is. Dude, half the, half, yeah, half the lodge wouldn't even, they're like, what is that? Yeah. Is that they probably think it's new. <laughs> like, Actually, that's kind of like a weird thing, though. My house is full of fax machines. That's either like you have like a really nice house and your life is together, or you have a really crappy house. <laughs> <laughs> that only goes two ways. Uh, so, to the fifth. <laughs> so does social media... Uh, the conduct of the brethren come up at Grand Lodge? It does. And as a matter of fact, um, Grandmaster um, Jackson has put together or has started to put together some some topics to discuss at our upcoming Masonic Town Halls this year. Okay. And well, that's great. under his yeah. direction, um, we're going to try and touch on 
trying to remind ourselves mm -hmm. of how we really need to be out in public. And again, Good. you know, that's, that's, that's all of us. Good. I, 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 I totally back that. That's good. So um, town halls are back this year, by the way. So get full, your, full blown, full blown. So good. get your questions awesome. ready. Awesome. Awesome. Town, hall, town halls are always, and for any Mason at home that's watching that hasn't been to a town hall, it's generally where your, you know, lead officials will sit in a pretty much open format, yep. similar to this, but there's about a hundred brothers in the room. And they get to ask pretty much whatever questions they want. That's it. That uh, yeah, and the questions, too, the so questions that. always span from like, "Wow, I never thought of that." I'm glad he said it. To like, "Whoa, he really just said that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is a rough question because all of us do this. So, and I'll, I'll throw this at you because all of us go to Grand Lodge. A, I, I go because it's fun because I'm not. I haven't sat these in a while, but I, I still proxy. I go because I love seeing everybody. Sure. Yeah, it's a fun time. Um, I like to know the scuttlebutt of what's going on, so I like to be up to date on things. Who always sits there though and waits for that one moment where you see a guy walk up to the mic on the floor and you know he's just about to say, <laughs> "You're like, all right, show's on." That wait, where's the popcorn? Hold on, hold on, here we go. And I know you guys have to take it so diplomatically and make a straight face, but uh, blink twice if you're having as much fun with the nut jobs as we are. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, I have my eyes blinked or not. No, no, we got it. Uh, we got it. We got it. If you want it, that's my eyes. I mean, I'm not going to get into everything that was at Grant Lodge, but if, at least as long as I've been going, have you ever seen the brethren erupt as they did during that one vote? No. Um, you know, in principle, it's a good bylaw amendment. It was just not executed and written in a well. And I, I, and I think, and I yeah. think even the presenters of that particular bylaw admit that, and they're going to work on it. Wait, we're talking about the thing this past. Grant yes. Okay, yeah, I, I wasn't there. I heard, I heard, and we've kind of all like kind of agreed upon that too. We were like, it's it's. In it, in the heart of it, there's good in it, oh but it God, just was not. The message yeah. of it was great. It just was not you, you presented well. You can't argue with the fact that bad people shouldn't be amazing. It's true. The no, problem is true. how you define bad people becomes yeah. so impossibly vague. Yes, it's hard. Well, the, well you, know, you, 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 you got to look you at know like, certain principles and everything, but it's just really hard with, especially how. Okay, Napoleon, for for example, he was a Freemason. None of us. Like Napoleon, but yet he was still a brother. You know what, though? You know, you want to touch on oh, that. I thought you were about to back him Napoleon. Like, hold on, I'm a Napoleon guy. No, no, no. Hold on. You, you, want, you want to back that, though. Like, like, I get what you're saying. You know, if you really think about it, you know, all the stupidity that goes on on Facebook and all the social media and brothers arguing. I mean, think about it, okay? It could be the Napoleon you know, of social media. Think about, think about the Alamo, okay? Think about the Revolutionary War. Think about Napoleon being, you know, uh, a, a Freemason. Think about all the wars that happened, and each side had Freemasons on there. And these brothers are killing each other, but still at the end of the day, they see that they're, that they're a brother, and they're still like, you all right, you know? Let, you, know you know, there's we'll a call story, it, you know, I don't know if it's really true, that supposedly dates back to World War One, where somewhere around Christmas... Um, the German side of the line. And oh the no, the, the Christmas truce. No, that is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that is a true yeah, thing. True. Yeah, there was apparently there was a lot of Masonic um, influence in that, from what I've gathered. Oh, see, I never heard that. Now that being okay. said, I haven't done any fact checking. Right, yet, right, right. I'm sure there's probably members of our fraternity that would 
probably be calling up if we had phones to tell me I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. But, well, every, yeah like, but, I mean, you can even go back to the Civil War. and I mean, there's, Which state has that actual statue about masonry the Civil War and Brotherhood through all? It's out there. I've seen photos I've of seen it. Oh, it. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that's, like with the two soldiers embracing with the Union. Gatesburg? and a, Isn't that where that's yeah, at? Or it's something? somewhere on the East Coast. It's, it's, I, I want to say... I want to say Pennsylvania, but yeah, that I, sounds about right. You know what's wrong. one of my favorite legends? You know, it's not like we're talking about like and stuff like that. Out. Is is the Alamo that supposedly it, they they you know they say you know uh, it's a legend or whatever that you know Santa Ana was was a Freemason and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, the fighters at the Alamo were Freemasons and you know David Crockett, Crockett. was a, was a Freemason. Supposedly, the way the legend goes is that before David Crockett was to be executed, he did the uh, uh, grand hailing sign, and somebody in the crowd, the you know soldiers uh, or generals or whatever, stopped everything. And supposedly, he lived out the rest of his life in Mexico to never return here again or whatever. Like you know, like I read that there's there's so many weird like <laughs> legends like that. At first, he was like asking you, like, do you talk about this at Grand Lodge? No, I'm just saying it's, it's one of my favorite little stories. That's the Grand Lodge stands in General Santa Ana. Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you, David Crockett's bones from Mexico have been transplanted in the next to the Knights Templar treasure hoard. Yes, <laughs> several. You lied to me, John. Yeah, yes. I voted on last week. Yes, I mean, That's awesome. Does does the Grand Lodge know where Tupac is? <laughs> no comment. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, where are Washington's bones, anyways? George Washington's? It's underneath the. Uh, the Next to Joe's it. fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, we went on that tour. They said it ain't there in the center. Which tour? Remember? At House of Temple? No, at the, no, uh, at the, the, the Capitol. Remember, we were at the center thing. The center thing was supposed to be like his tomb. Are you talking about the George Washington Sonic Memorial? No. Never you know, the bones are actually 33 feet below us right here in the travel club. Exactly 33 feet. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I want to be buried under Manny's alehouse when that comes, <laughs> comes around. <laughs> but here, you know, he, he was on his death board. Here, these are the coordinates that you need to put this. Why do you want to be buried somewhere random in Illinois? <laughs> like, don't worry. It's yeah. all going to make sense. Yeah, don't worry. You don't know all part now, of the conspiracy theory. I'm going to have a refresh for the Masonic Video Podcast fan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, we're going to have to take a break, and we'll be right back. Ship boing, boing, boing. Oh, gosh, yes, where am I? All right, yeah, we're back. I've, you know, <laughs> so. Dude, is the headband bothering you? Is it squeezing? Kinda, you know, yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't have the thing to poke my head. No. What kind of lice you have? I got it from you. <laughs> so I don't like know what kind of PSA. I just went to Walgreens. Walgreens. Shout out Walgreens. <laughs> they didn't have any Santa hats. I'm like, what the hell? How you, do you not have Santa hats? They're still on a ship waiting on Walgreens. Yeah, they're still waiting West on a coast. ship. Well, all right. You know, I ordered some shaving cream and aftershave from Taylor of Old Bond Street. Shout out to them. They're in England. Pay us. <laughs> it got here in a week. Probably came by plane. Yeah. 
I don't know, but when I order Dr. Squatch soap, man, that takes like two months for to freaking get here. It's only well, that's pay us on us, pay us it, on it came in from the East Coast. If you look at the memes on the social medias, all the problems are over on the West Coast. Exactly. So as long as you're coming on the East Coast, you're fine. They must be fans of the show. Like they that. There's actually there's a lot of there's a lot of truth to that. I'm in logistics, so that's a whole other yeah. story. You know what? No, yeah, actually, I got I got some inside stuff. We'll talk later. Oh, I've heard some things and stuff. So oh, speaking of traveling and stuff like that, as being a Grand Line officer, have you had to travel out of state for anything yet? Yeah, um, I've been to several foreign jurisdictions uh, annual communications, which are, are you allowed to say which ones are they are? Or? I've been to Ohio a couple times, uh, Michigan, Indiana. Um, they're all great. Uh, you know, it, it, again, it, it comes back to that being able to meet people that you never would have met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, uh, this year was my first year going to uh, Most Worshipful Prince Hall's Grand Lodge here in Illinois. That's awesome. Oh, nice. Um, nice. That was a blast. <laughs> They're great, great guys. Oh yeah, um, made some friends with the uh, my counterparts from uh, other jurisdictions, from other Prince Hall jurisdictions. Good, good. Um, great. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be great to talk shop with them. You know, it is. And, and you like, know, it, what's what's fun about going to foreign jurisdictions is to see how different we are, yet how simi- yep, similar we yep, are. Uh, yep. And plus, we've had some conferences of grandmasters. Um, I've gotten to go to. So, and uh, just those kind of odds and ends. But it's traveling is, is great only because, again, making friends and meeting people. Yeah. It's, it, it's what makes all the, the dull six, seven-hour drives around the state worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, <laughs> There's the, a lot of corn in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> the nine-to-five yeah. nine meeting, it, it gets a job done. You learn some stuff. But that five-to-nine dinner, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, when the fun kicks like, in. All the good gossip comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's always yeah. You know, we always talk about that too, about like you know, like going to different uh, uh, jurisdictions and everything, different states, and it just it amazes me how similar it is. But there's just that little bit that's like when you, you're about to do what you think you're about you're supposed to do, and then they pull something else, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, uh, yeah, Vegas thirty two. I, I, I love you guys. You do your do guards really weird. <laughs> There are some that they get all three they, going, and I don't, oh, I, I don't yeah. know what they're doing. It's, 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 yeah, there are some things and some stuff. It's nuts. Yeah, I, I know when somebody's from a different uh, jurisdiction or out of the country because they stand up and they go through all the do-guards and signs yeah. before they start speaking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, then they got the people that stay at Fidelity all the time. And like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I yeah. always hate when I'm around people from another jurisdiction where they do add more steps. So I'm like, ooh, my less than. Because at first I'm like, is there something wrong with his heart? Is he okay? Is he feeling all right? I mean, yeah. should we be checking in on him? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, this is when I first joined. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wes is trying to give the guy a baby aspirin. <laughs> Well, no, you don't. Break into the Temple of Wine. He needs some. You, the, the, the funniest thing I ever saw, though, was a guy from another country uh, come in the lodge, and when they collected the pass, and he gave the, he gave his version of the pass, you know, and oh, that was the funniest thing. It's like the guy was like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was funny. You know, though, Yoshi, that would have been even better when you said the funniest thing I ever saw was a guy from another country. Then you just stopped. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to end up on uh, Mason's behaving badly. Not to try to bring, not to try to bring it back or anything, uh, but Joe, you've been through. You know, you mentioned the interview process to get into the Grand Line. You've mm-hmm. now gone through a couple of appointments. You've made it through a few elections. You know, for anybody at home or even around the table that might one day want to think about getting into the Grand Lodge, what kind of advice would you give them? You know, if you, he's asking for himself. <laughs> just, just, just address your questions to Will. 
the advice is be prepared to listen, but be, prepared, but be more prepared to ask questions. Um, I know that sounds a little strange, but you know, that's why we have four years of appointed positions as the senior and junior deacons. Mm -hmm. Um, that's your listening period, but also, you know, in, in the most recent years, the deacons are more free to ask questions than they used to be. In the old days, of course, it was uh, kind of like a benevolent dictator. The grandmaster said, we'll have a meeting when we want a meeting, and when I want your opinion, I'll tell you. Um, when, I, when I want a real Mason's opinion, I'll ask one of the other guys. So you've been, to one, you've been to one of my meetings as worship, huh? <laughs> the tyrants already. So the advice is just listen, learn, ask questions, and be prepared to go through two or three cars. Yeah. You want, I got a question for you. Are you a turtle? No. Oh. I know. I, 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 I did, am I no longer the only the one in the state. Oh, oh, you're not a turtle either. I'm not a turtle either. Wait, what? How did I? I thought I initiated you. This guy's a land lover. Oh, that seems wrong. We should Look, fix that. Yeah, we gotta fix that. My fix failure as a prophet is really your failures as monarchs. Well, I'm not a monarch yet. I like that. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I'm not a monarch. Uh, all right, no, we're going to fix I'm, that. I, yeah. We're going to fix that. break from we're being gonna, in We're going to fix that. We're going to fix <laughs> that. Just, just a total Whoa. break. All right. But I think uh, you know, we've got enough softball questions with Joe here. Yeah, we've let's, made jokes, talked about his fax machines, ordered some yeah. shots. Let's take the gloves off now. Yeah, let's, yeah. uh, so, uh, How's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Joe, we're, uh, as an organization, I don't <laughs> think we're dying. I think the world's just changing. I'm a big believer in this one book written by uh, Robert Putnam called Bowling Alone that how a lot of social organizations have withered for the most part. And I always say masonry might be shrinking, but I know we're doing uh, better than a lot of people. And I hate to throw another group under the bus, but Monday we had a grotto meeting adjacent to a Lions meeting. And that was a sad thing to witness, but that was a whole other story. The Lions meeting or the gathering together? Oh, well, the Grotto meeting had its own issues, <laughs> but it was more on the Lions. But um, we are uh, we, we're an interesting organization because we're not Sam's Club. We don't sell memberships. We have to have the right men involved. Long term, you're going to be in this, going through these chairs for the better part of a decade still. How do we reset the course to growing again? You know, if there was a simple answer... Um, a lot of smarter people than I would have come up with it. True. Um, I don't know that I want to say we're dying, but I think, I think we're hitting that renaissance period. I really do. You know, the pandemic, while causing a lot of problems and a lot of headaches, I was heartened to see the amount of work that our lodges had backed up and the amount of lodges that participated in the Grand Masters Festival when uh, Grand Master Oakley did it right before his, before October. He did yeah. five, correct? Correct, one in each region, okay. or each area, rather. Okay. Um, we did well with that. And, but it, you know, it, it can't be just about making bodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it has to be making quality. Yeah. And why, all fraternal organizations, I think, are suffering right now is because everyone wants instant gratification right now. Right. And that's where I think we're losing that quality. Okay. Um, so I, I think it behooves, or I think it's upon all of us that we really need to truly be out there explaining what masonry is and, and the positive. We need to get away from that social media abuse of each other that we talked about before. Mm -hmm. 
and just focus on what makes us brothers, what makes it fun yeah. for me to sit at this table with you guys, mm -hmm. um, have my Miller Lite, or as Lenny Svoboda would say, my, my girlfriend. Um, God bless you, Lenny. Oh, wait, Miller Lite, pay us. And just be able to have real conversations, not worry about being judged, mm -hmm. and not want to take the easy route. Yeah. And by that, I mean... Learn a lecture. Now, I'm not a ritualist, but I do know. I know. I know what I know. Um, and you know, the master of my lodge is standing over there, probably shaking his head, grin cringing at my at my, <laughs> my ramblings. Here. But uh, you know, he he's taken the time. He's a good example of someone who's taken the time. He's gone through the chairs. He's put in the work, um, and that's what we need. And I think if we do that, we will we be able to attract and retain quality. Mm. And without quality, we're, we're, you know, we're the, uh, what, what's the Catholic group? The uh, Knights of Columbus. Knights of Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just got thrown off. pretty hard. Yeah, I know, right? Which Catholic no, group are you talking about? <laughs> and before anyone yells, I am Catholic, so I'm, I, it's all right. <laughs> See, I knew I liked you, Joe. I knew I liked you. Recently, yeah, the Pope's S a fan. You're not a Catholic <laughs> anymore. So recently, SNL did a skit that kind of got picked up with a lot of different opinion piece news articles, the whole concept of it was man park, where it was some type of dog park where uh, wives can bring their husbands to meet other men because of the general issue. I, I, I didn't know this was an issue, but I guess some guys have trouble knowing guys in their adult lives. And to me, I'm like, I got like 88 best friends with all the different organizations I'm in, and sitting in a room like this is four or five nights a week for me. Yep, yeah. Well, no, dude, the problem How with everything is... How do we communicate that we have that solution? Because I'm seeing these articles... I didn't mean to cut you off, Yoshi. I'm no, sorry. no, you're fine. But no, I'm no. seeing these articles written, and I think uh, Washington Post did a, a decent commentary on it, like how this is something that really affects me. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, how do I write all these news organizations? And I'm like, I have the cure to all of this. Mm. You know, I didn't see that particular Saturday Night Live skit, but... Um, so I don't have a real good frame on it. Yeah. But, you know, this might be slightly off, but... Masonry is kind of a strange beast. Um, I come back to Herb Lindbergh, okay. who got me into all this, or at least into my Grand Lodge progression. Um, I think if you're up in the Northeast area, you probably know Herb and I are, Herb. are very tight. Uh, he is, you know, my father died when I was young. He is kind of like my adopted father in a lot of ways, and I've told him this before. He's all of our father in a way. He is, yeah, he really truly he's is. He's the cranky father, but he's the father. <laughs> um, but, you know, him, he, he would travel with me when I had to go down south um, to, you know, Cairo, Illinois or something. He would drive with me to keep me company, and we would do town halls together. And one of the stories I would tell is, you know, where else besides masonry is a 40-something-year-old going to be able to become really, truly beyond best friends with 70, 80-year-old men or 90-year-old mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other organizations that purport that they do that. We do do it. Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. When I talk to outsiders about masonry, I don't focus on the ritual or the esoteric stuff because that's for the initiated. That's for us to enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's for us to dissect the ritual. When people really talk to me about masonry, I say it's generally it's a social club. The idea is to make good men better, and we do that by breaking down every social norm mm -hmm. that would separate us. Your financial, your political, your age. Yep. That's all out the window, and we kind of learn how to coexist. Yep. And going back to the Facebook stuff, 
the rest of the world's worse than us. We have some issues too. But people are just fighting over like dumb little differences when the idea should be how do we learn to sit together and we do that so well and I don't know how to scream it loud enough. See, you know the thing is though with uh, going on that is a lot of times, a lot of people who I see or notice that they argue on social media, but you see them together in the same room, mm -hmm. it ain't like that at all. Everyone, everyone could get so puffy chested yep. on the internet but once we're in the same room together it's the way it should be hey brother how are you how are you doing you know shaking hands yeah. or whatever hugging you know and you know it's 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 all because you're not there with that person well you know? I, I hate to say it like this i'm not a scientist but self-righteous opinions die down pretty quick when there's a the potential of getting punched it's <laughs> 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 funny yeah, well, well, I mean, the truth. Social media is just—it's ridiculous. This is a great tool, around. but it's a terrible tool at the same time. Yeah. It really, truly. Somewhere is. along the lines, we stopped seeing what our aunt and uncles were eating for dinner. We stopped seeing pictures of our kids. We stopped laughing. Yeah. At pictures right. of cats, and now it's you got people who are arguing over literally nothing, yeah. and they're saying the same thing. Yeah. But they're finding a way to argue about it. It's like yeah. two guys are agreeing that the sky is blue, but one guy's got to put it in capital so he can be more right than the other guy yeah. that's saying the sky is blue. It's like what? What are yeah. we? What are we doing? I mean, seriously, like honestly, that's yeah. what I try to do. Like everything I post, I try to it. Like it's it's me going out with my family, me going out with friends, me going out with you guys. My food I'm eating, you know. I try to make it happy. Like look at hey, check yeah. this out. You know, not like you know, uh, Joe. You when know? you talk to the grandmaster and he's putting out his edict of how people should act on Facebook, just, just do what Yoshi does. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because you never post food. You never post. You know, like I'm just like, making it up. I'm just a happy little fanny over here. <laughs> All right. It, about the, since we're since we're talking about social media again, how how do you deal with egos being a grand line member? It's a little different hmm. now that you have that that title. You know, I noticed John didn't get this kind of questioning. Um, well, I was trying to, but you know, there's only so much. Yeah, we we about. have a template that we 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 man, that's amazing. Never you remembered that from two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but uh, egos, uh, you know, we all got them. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I don't yeah. know. I think for right or for wrong, for better or for worse, we all got them. And you know, just. You just got to let people be people. Yeah. You may not agree. You just let them be. Yeah. I have, I've developed a bit of a strange take on that. So a lot of people were like, oh, this guy got really upset and lodged and he acted this way or he, or he did this way or he said something stupid. And kind of to go back to even that weird, how men as a whole, masculinity, whatever you want to look at it, we don't always know how to express how we're feeling well. And that's something that could be a species flaw, an evolution flaw. I don't know what it is. But I'm like, when people are like, well, this guy acted up, I'm like, yeah. Because there's one thing that we all care about is masonry. And when we get upset about our one weird little thing of it, we don't know how to respond. I'm like, yeah, he may have came off like a bit of an a-hole or he may have upset you. But all you were seeing that dude was get really passionate about something and not know how to tell you it in like a sensitive way. It's actually a positive <laughs> yeah, thing if, you like, much, yeah. if you're like, man, that dude got really pissed. He must love masonry. <laughs> you know, two weeks ago we saw that on this very show. You know, we saw, we saw, we saw someone get very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> about two, two guys, guys. <laughs> two of them in this state if you're watching i want to know who you are pop down in the comments he's like, he's like shaking 
You, you can find Will on Facebook. Don't leave it in the comments on the show. Comments. You know, I used to want to be a Grand Line officer. Now I just want to be one of these two guys. I'm changing all of my goals. Masonry out. I need to get invited into this two-person club. Just like I told John, I don't like your chances. I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him. Uh, that's funny. All right, so here's another one I didn't ask John, but now that you're in... Is there anything you would like to see change? Not by you or the Grand Master, but by the Brethren. Yeah, actually there is. Stop asking him stupid questions. Stop asking us. <laughs> Get me off this show. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to see the Brethren's attitude about Lodge change. Get back to Lodge. Get back to visiting your brothers. Because of the whole Zoom thing? Well, well but even beyond that, even before Zoom, even before the pandemic... Meeting attendance was dropping. Was. People, there's, there's this general lack of, 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 of caring about showing up to lodge. And I don't know if it's because we, the lodges aren't offering something fun. They're not offering something great during the meeting, after the meeting, a dinner before the meeting. I don't know what it is. But we've got to get, I, I would pray that we would get past that lack of caring about the fraternity that we obviously do care about and love because we pay dues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, yeah. we, you know, most of us probably have a ring or a pin or, 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 or two rings. I got a closet full of crap. You know, you know, you see the brothers with the lapel pins down to their navel with, you know, buttons and pins. And, uh, North so, Korean War generals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yes. Yep. Um, Jesse Martin, if you're watching, that's a shout out to you. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, but just you know, that, that apathy. Get past it. That's where I want to see our brother in change. I, I think... As fraternal organizations go, we are, and again, this is not just because of the Grand Lodge thing, we are the best fraternal organization out there. We do more than anybody. Yeah, we I care, agree with you, 100%. We, we, we are what every other fraternity prays they can become. And if we don't show up to Lodge, we don't support our Blue Lodge, we don't learn our ritual, you know, what are we? We're gonna, are, are we looking for ritual to be on DVD someday? You know, have the lectures up there because nobody can do them. I, I actually dread that moment. Yeah, you know, but it, yeah. it's coming if we don't show up and we're not present. Yeah. We mm -hmm. have to be present in our lodges and in our fraternity. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm you afraid got, that our lectures and stuff will be on there. I, but now that you mentioned it, I would like to see because sometimes we don't always have the lodge instructor, especially for like prompts when it comes to like turning or grounding your rod or even rod work. I, I would like to see something like that maybe on like DVD because well, if you go to some lodges, they haven't had an instructor and years go there but and, yeah, and they but, can't uh, do but you know what? But Go to a grand lecturer school. Go to one of your district officer schools. They exist for a reason. Mm -hmm. They show you. They have the, the GLs and the, and the CLIs. And, and But like I'll go to that. I know we will go to yeah. that. But yeah, like and, some of these remote lodges that... But I mean, yeah. this is another topic that gets me fired up because it falls under like the same guise as why I hate when people crap all over Festival Masons. It's not that there aren't opportunities. It's that lodges will go out of their way collectively to avoid responsibility. Uh, yeah, it is, there are so many opportunities to learn work. There are so many opportunities to do things in your lodge that will drive people we to the lodge. And when a lodge wants to stand up and point a finger at all the reasons nobody's coming to lodge, they always point a finger outward. Oh, it's the appendant body. Oh, it's people are lazy. Oh, yeah. it's the festival. It's never, 
I'm master and my lodge doesn't do anything. That's why people don't show up. Yeah, I always have a good laugh when people are like this or the other. I'm like, dude, my, my lodge is jumping right now. I'm not saying we have the best attendance, yeah. but there's 20 of us and we seem well, to be very you know, happy. Like, you you the, put some effort the in thing I like people about, show up. The thing I like about our lodge, really, is uh, we are a jack-of-all-trades lodge. Not all of us are perfect at everything, but everyone knows enough of what they need to do to make everything come together, <laughs> but just enough. You know, I'm just I'm saying, you no, know, I like know. you know, I'm I'm not a lecturer, but I mean, I could pretty much do every chair, you know, opening and closing, opening and closing. You yes, and you could do I every could, chair you know, ritualistically except yeah, the Easter lecture. You know, and you then can. we have the guys who could do the lectures and they know the lectures, right. and usually we'll have them do that. They won't sit in a chair. You know, what I'm saying it. You know, we have we have enough knowledge to do what we have to do and we get by is it perfect no but you know what it works for our lodge yeah well that's works for our lodge thing that's what actually every lodge should be doing a self-inventory especially I don't, I don't know if you agree with the show but when you look at people i'm never gonna learn a lecture my add is horrible i can't i can't remember shit and but you want a good christmas party i could plan one of those <laughs> You know what? We've talked about that well, before. Yeah, you got to give everyone it. their job and let them run. You got to get them where you fit. Yeah. Huh? You're upset about the Christmas party because we're doing it in January. We're <laughs> complaining about it, but that's a uh, whole story. This Christmas party is actually right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Christmas party, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, but I'm, you know, it's just it's how it is. You know, learn what you can, and 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 you know, get in where you fit in. You know, not not everyone can be a lecturer. No. Not everyone could be a ritualist. Not everyone could do the floor work immaculately. You you, you got to pick what you can do. Everyone can matter. Yeah, huh? exactly. Everyone can matter, and you got to make that yes. guy feel yes. like he matters. That's exactly. the thing that makes masonry so amazing. There, not only is there no blueprint to be a mason, there's no blueprint for a successful lodge. Because if there was, we'd all be successful. Yeah, so exactly. Every lodge is its own exactly. living, breathing organism. That's some lodges, way different. Everyone has some a, lodges are so squared away on ritual. So you didn't go to my lodge culture. when I was master, did you? I, I, I fear anything that puts you in jail. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lodges don't make masons. Masons mm -hmm. make masons. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yep. It's I, like I'm, I come from a building that's got seven different lodges in it, and if you go to any one of those seven lodges, and you're going to get a completely different Masonic experience. We're all doing the same thing. Sure. Yeah. All the words are the yeah. same. The yep. floor work's the same. Yeah. But, man, are we all doing it differently. And oh, every yeah. one of those lodges has such a distinctly right. different personality. We, we all know the words or we all stumble through the words, but we all do it differently. We all mm -hmm. know the words until one of us opens our mouth and the words have to come out. And then, right. Yep. <laughs> like, over at, when we were Azure, even LaGrange, now Azure LaGrange, we all vote on the minutes. Over at Raven... <laughs> Just, we just accept the minutes. Yeah, I, I stopped. I'm like, well, I, what, what, what? I stopped what? doing that at Elmhurst. The 10 minutes of everybody looking around going, who's going to make the motion this meeting? <laughs> well, well, I just, well, I, I look out, hey, any corrections? Accepted. Done. And everybody, we have a couple young, up, uh, you know, young guys that like love to freaking second everything, you <laughs> yeah. know, or, or, just, or bring up an emotion. I can't emotion. stand the 10 minutes of looking around like, all right, who's going to make the pointless motion this way? It's like, <laughs> no, accept it. Let's go. Come <laughs> on. The, the mistake I made was uh, seconding the motion for reading the minutes. And Dar, you know, our secretary, you, you know Dar, just looks over. Read the minutes, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seconded the minutes if I didn't read them ever again. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I, I, I love that he called John. That's a great moment. 
I'm like, you know what? We had a secretary that used to like, he he used to love putting something stupid in the minutes. He would always catch it. Yeah. You know, freaking. We did uh, we did approve the minutes. I think that you had to wash all of our cars for a year. That was in the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, I got two cars out there. They're both pretty dirty. I'm just saying, I wasn't there for that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know what? We're uh, we're running out of time. We're gonna take another break, and we'll be back. Ship boing boing boing. And we're back. Uh, thank you for sticking around. So. Uh, what? I was mocking you. <laughs> well, that's all right. I mock you when you're not around anyway. You should so. hear the things I say about you when you are around. <laughs> you should hear about the things I... Uh, Joe's here. I can't say that. <laughs> We're trying to make this respectable for Grand Lodge. Thank you. Uh, Newly I, made master. Shout out to me who made the show respectable. Are these questions? Oh, you mean who, who actually put them out and sent it in the email? Oh, you can copy and paste. Can yeah, I can copy and paste. Yeah, you can't you do that, You are dangerously close to making I, innovations I, I in podcasts. Yoshi, yeah. I hate when mom and dad fight. <laughs> Yoshi, it's funny. The two least funny members have an opinion. <laughs> Gosh, we're not going to see your face in this episode at all, are we? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> hey, he had a good run. <laughs> so, uh, charities, what is... What is our biggest charity in the in Grand Lodge for well, Illinois? Our, our our biggest charity in terms of usage is IMOS, the Illinois Masonic Outreach Services Program, mm -hmm. which of course is our program that um, was formed after the sale of the Masonic Home in Sullivan. Uh, it is there to support our brethren and their widows in their times of need. Um, that can range from one-time assistance for a furnace that may go out to monthly assistance for uh, you know, food, um, shelter, whatever it takes. Um, there's also a disaster assistance for our membership who occasionally get hit by, unfortunately, hurricanes and tornadoes. Um, you know, with, with all the snowbirds we have, you know, that comes up every yeah, time yeah. there's something on the golf or something crazy, exactly. we, we, we reach out hard. So, but, like when cameras go out on a podcast? Um, only if it's a good podcast, so no to you guys. Oh. 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 Ooh. Wow, somebody's oh, getting really good this one. Ooh. It's going to be a real weird episode when we completely edit out the guests. No. <laughs> you know, you're welcome to apply. I can't guarantee you'll get it, though. Um, and then, of course, we have our Illinois Masonic Children's Assistance Program, MCAP, which took over after uh, the closing of the children's homes in LaGrange and Murfreesboro. And that its total focus, of course, is children of our membership. And we still have quite Community, a few. Community, tons. We have a lot the of The campership program. Is, which is very Oh, important. my God. That, so but more importantly, though, we still have a lot of those kids from our old homes. Yeah. You know, we're still taking care of them. And, we're, and, and some, we're still, they're in college at this point. We're still assisting them with tuition and, and housing yeah. and everything to get them That's through college. Awesome. Because that was our commitment. When they were at the home, oh yeah, and it was our commitment. Yeah, we, to the you can see that through the, the home, the home that was in what was it, the, the Grange. Grange. For because I I used to live in countryside. Okay, I had passed by that area so many times. It's not even funny. I never knew that was there. Yeah, I never knew about all all of that yeah, that was, was back there. It was kind there. of tucked away. Yeah, we weren't really familiar with it. Yeah. It was a nice property. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, not only that, well that, and then the the actual what was it the, the dyslexia center? Yeah, the the center who which used to actually be the home 
You know, I, I never knew all well, of that. Well, of course, that, that was, that was. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 1800s, yeah. it was the actual orphanage. Yeah, yeah, um, but which still. It, which became a uh, re, uh, senior assisted living facility. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a huge building. It was. You know, so. <sighs> all right, so the children's home, the closing of the children's home, the development of MCAP, always was a, I don't want to say it was controversial, but from a Grand Lodge perspective, we're joking about town halls and someone always stand up and say something crazy. I guarantee in these upcoming town halls, someone's going to stand up and ask a question about the children. They just love to do it. <laughs> However, this is one of those moments where I'm truly proud to be an Illinois Mason and look at what our Grand Lodge can offer. Because the children's home, we loved it because we could point at it. Exactly. It was tangible. Yeah. we Where a lot of our things aren't. The reason the Toronto Children's Hospital, we could point at it. Yep. The program we replaced it with with MCAP. Oh, for not that the home didn't do amazing work, not that the kids there weren't amazing, but it was such a small scope. It was the amount we've been able to open up, even working with the community, with lodges could donate to summer camps, uh, to scout groups, to other things of that nature. But for everyone that didn't think that was like you know wasn't super popular with it, what the Illinois Grand Lodge and all the great people you bring in from the outside to help run these, what they grew was so amazing. Every lodge got to give a thousand dollar scholarship. Yep. Every lodge in the state got to give a thousand dollar scholarship that they didn't have to put one cent towards. That's correct. It's and great. I could say that nine more times and not even stop being impressed. And I, God, it's just that, that's I, right now. All the cherries is my favorite. Uh, who's the one lady who runs that one? Uh, Gail? Gail Kilberry. Yeah, Gail Kilberry. Yep. She is super smart. I love all the roadmap things we do. Or all the you know, the when we get all the three charities online. Yep, yep. Um, man, but that one was so cool. And that was like, whatever was like, oh, they, they closed the home. Like, yeah, but then two years later, we had the best charity we've ever turned out yeah. with, they gave your lodge the most stuff, man. It's so cool. And MSAP, too, all of them are really good. You know, MSAP is the Illinois Masonic Students Assistance Program for the Prevention of Drug and Alcohol Abuse. Um, is its full title. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, are we going to be there soon? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's our least known. I mean, it's shocking that our, how few people know what it does. And it, it, it's not really just drug and alcohol abuse. It has grown to be a heck of a program. I mean, we, we teach educators through a professional company yeah. that we pay for. They teach educators how to look for um, everything from early intervention for drug and alcohol abuse in students to suicide prevention to uh, teaching teachers how to deal with uh, children who live in extreme poverty. You know. It's um, as uh, when I was junior grand warden. As we progress through the line, we are assigned charities to yeah. be a liaison slash board member of. So the junior grand warden sits on MSAP. The senior or senior grand warden sits on IMOS. The deputy grandmaster sits on MCAP. I didn't know that. Um, right yeah. now, I am obviously on IMOS. But when I was on MSAP, I I went to these trainings because back then we were still doing in person trainings. And I'll tell you, I, I, it's, it's, it's shocking the amount of children in this state that truly do live in extreme poverty and don't even, and they, their, their sole food for the day is school. And, you know, where I'm going with this is, though, this program, when it, the specific class on poverty, is teaching these teachers to understand that, you know, this may be where these kids are eating. This may be the only place these kids have warm water or can use pens and pencils yeah. to do homework. It, 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 it's, it's beyond sad. And, I, and I, I think SAP does so much more than our membership can ever understand to improve the lives of kids in this state, not just Mason's kids, but 
every child in every area and every nook, every corner of Illinois. And to me, that is our probably our best charity, and just nobody knows it. And I humbly agree with you, and I'd like to encourage everyone at home, Illinois Mason or not, IL underscore msap on instagram they have a really good social media account that explains a lot of their programs and different schools and everything they go to and yeah that's this is what masonry actually does there's yeah, sadly all, no goats all of our charities can be reached through our grand lodge website of www.ilmason.org yeah and there's links to everything with explanations um we do good yeah. we do a lot of good no we do and that's again like how we, we were talking about before you know everyone wants to focus on the bad thing and not the good thing I, I hope if anybody out there who's watching this, who's not a Freemason, who's got their minds already made up about what Freemasonry is, I hope you listen to what we're saying. You know, whatever weird stuff you hear about what we do or whatever, it's not even close. It, it, it's it's not even true. What we're about is 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 making good men better and helping our communities, helping the people of our communities, and that's one of the if not the greatest thing about being a freemason and you know i do want to you know. do a quick shout out to uh the knights templar they did I th john did bring it up uh, when he was interviewed um two weeks ago two weeks ago <laughs> that um you know they, they did team up with imos and it is helping members of the knights templar specifically along with our grand lodge oh, yeah. imos program helping those same brothers so it's a great team up. It's a great collaboration, mm -hmm. and it's just more proof of how much we can do when we stop doing appended bodies, blue lodge, no. um, you know, grant the bad grand lodge guys, the good grand lodge guys, the bad mem blue lodge members, the good blue lodge members. When we're at a fraternity and brothers, we do pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Grand Lodge, though, in the uh, Grand Commandery, and uh, John, I'm looking. Oh, no, I'm not looking at John because we filmed that two weeks ago. Looking at John, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not going to come on. Uh, I seconds. know, that's right, too. <laughs> My uh, favorite thing is every uh, when they do the check presentations to the Grand Master, yep. the Templar always comes through with the biggest check. And I always love watching the guy walk out with his chapeau just with his big <laughs> grin because he knows he has the biggest check to hand out. <laughs> and he's walking around with his big, like, publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> check, and he's like, I was like, oh man, I love this moment. Every like those like things you can rely on. Like some some smiling guy with a shampoo is gonna hand over a big carnival check. Like, I love that moment. We, we, we've <laughs> got to get as at refreshment to, to do that for Grand Lodge. We got to get one of those big checks for like five dollars. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you know what? It's not the size of the donation. It's the it's the heartfelt intent. It'll exactly. be a buck twenty five once we pay for the big check. At least be like paid, give, donate more than what the check is actually going to cost us to make. Okay, no, yeah. it's going to be a total loss. Like, like, oh, <laughs> like, the check is worth five dollars, but it actually costs us fifty dollars to make the big check. And it's post dated. <laughs> no cash that for a couple weeks. And it's going to cost Grand Lodge like twelve fifty to cash it. It's kind of <laughs> what happened? Oh, okay. As long as those yeah, are gone, right. it, it probably died. Yeah. I, don't worry about it. All right, uh, John, Rich, come on in. Uh, everyone, we're gonna do shout out and shouts out. Jumping right in now. the time machine. Half of yeah, the time machine. You know, you already did that. Back Does anybody was have two a, weeks uh, ago? Uh, everybody, this is Worshipful Master Rich over at Azure the Grange, and everybody remembers uh, John uh, Sansone. Two weeks Grand ago. Member. <laughs> <laughs> cameras are <laughs> dropping like flies, boy. Yeah, they are. So let's you know what? No, if we hurry up because they're dying. Shout out All to right. the cameras. 
to the cameras, and you know what? To uh, brother and Sir Knight, Bob Dole, may you rest in peace. <laughs> Bob Dole! Bob Dole! <laughs> Cheers. All right. Go to live, you filthy animals. You made me come back two weeks later for this. Yeah. <laughs> all, the over here. all right, everyone, that's our show. Thank you for watching. If you haven't figured it out, you're watching on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we also do the podcast and on everything else. Once again, thanks for watching, and we'll be back with more in the future. Well, yeah, and I was going to say that with everything you get in trouble for online, maybe don't pledge your allegiance to Bob Dole. <laughs> <laughs>